We're on a mission from God. And now for something completely different. This is Pastor Jolly John Lekumski from St. Paul's Lutheran Church in New Athens, Illinois, and Trinity Lutheran Church in Darmstadt, Illinois, wishing everybody a blessed Advent season. And right next to me here, I have Pastor Matt Youngblood Clark from Ascension Lutheran Church in South St. Louis, where the lights are up. The stable has been erected, John. You have a stable. We have there too? a stable too. How, so how do you get away with that? With all of the concerns with the atheists and the, you know, the the the, the uh, you know, I didn't think you could do a stable anymore. Well, we we've got. Well, this isn't. It's not on government property oh, or public property. property. This is on our church property, okay. so we can do what we want. Okay. But, uh, we we do have a stable up. So so. Come check oh, are, us out, listeners. Are we doing the live? We're Christmas? doing the live nativity oh, scene. Oh, so much fun. So last year was our first year, actually, and so we're doing that again one what? night only. It is next Saturday, a week from today. What's uh, the December date? December the 17th. Okay. Uh, so it'll begin at 5 p.m. and go until 9 p.m. Uh, live animals. Uh, Stable set up, stable with electric running to it. Uh, we'll have uh, all the characters in costume, of course. Uh, we've got a searchlight uh, that's beamed oh, up. Oh, that cool? So that, that's kind of our, our star, of course. Uh, just follow the searchlight. Uh, we have uh, hot chocolate cookies. Uh, we have a little uh, broadcast that takes place for the people who drive by in their cars with the Christmas message. Uh, and this year, our new feature, we want to expand our angel choir. Oh, so, neat. So last year, our first year, for four hours, it was people from our congregation just singing. And they kind of rotated in and out, but that was a lot of singing for for, for people. And so this year, we have uh, choirs that will be rotating every half hour from, uh, different, from different places. Well, so, that's exciting. So we, we one of our members, Darlene, if you're listening, thank you so much. She made over 40 angel costumes for adults and about 20 or so for children. So these choirs, they, they throw in the angel costume, they sing, and then she made enough so that the next choir on deck, the angels on deck, can be can changed already. So it's an go. easy angel transition uh, for everyone. So we've got the choir from LeClee Groves, a Lutheran retirement home in the St. Louis area coming, and we've got uh, the Lutheran South Choir, the Lancer Singers coming. We've got uh, uh, the the... Catholic. That's kind of disturbing if you've ever seen them because they come with these lancers. Lancer, it's, it's, it, I know. <laughs> no one has gotten an eye put out yet, but there's a first time for everything. Uh, we even invited uh, the, the Catholic high school just a few blocks over there. Their choirs coming, oh, come and see. And so, awesome. so, so far we have uh, we have eight half-hour slots to fill, and we yep. have five out of the eight filled. So uh, anyway, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to it. So stop by if, if you uh, have the time. You can drive by. You can walk through uh, again December the 17th uh, what, what starting are, at 5 p.m. What are the hours? What, how long? Time? 5 to 9. 5 okay. to 9 p.m. One night only. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a little advice to those that are listening Try to try to get there. Are you having the camel? Are we having the camel back? We had the camel. Frank the camel was Frank, there last yeah. year. He he kind of stole the show. 
So uh, Frank's probably too big to be back this year, uh, but there will likely be another mischievous baby camel there. Some some other kind of uh, donkeys. We have any donkeys? Donkey, sheep. Okay. uh, Pig? No, not a pig. We're not going to have a pig. Not not the optimistic pig? No, the optimistic (laughs) pig. No, he's he's going to be somewhere else. (laughs) Maybe 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 I won't get to be bacon. You know, because I'm the Christmas pig. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you're going over, try to get over there at five, six o'clock early. Whatever you do, don't come. Don't come towards the end. That was the mistake I made last year. I said, man, we got to go over and see this. But, you know, I've got church at six o'clock and it's an hour drive for us. And so I got there and Matt handed me a shovel. (laughs) I said, glad you're here, John. You can help with the cleanup. (laughs) Thank you so much, Matt. (laughs) That's right. Well, you know. What did pal. you What did you feed Frank the camel, by the way? <laughs> I know. What did you feed him? Man, I tell you what. Uh, we're just going to leave it as fertilizer this year, I think. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. Yeah, put some flowers in that area. That's a great Frank's idea. Frank's flower garden. Yeah, he was terrorizing our magi. Uh, he ate part of one guy's costume. He had some wooden oh, beads on it. and it so uh, Frank ate him? Hopefully, those, yeah, hopefully Frank was okay the next morning. We'll see. <laughs> I haven't heard any bad news. No news is good news, I guess, on that one, (laughs) (laughs) on the Frank front. And, you know, it's interesting because uh, we we should maybe, when we get to Epiphany, because we forget it was probably a hard life being a Magi. We we, we like to think of them as being these rich, wealthy (laughs) kings and stuff, but you had to work with camels. When you're on the move like that as a Magi, it probably wasn't easy. It wasn't fun. (laughs) Um, What we'd like to do uh, today, since it is the, the middle of the Advent season, in fact, Christmas is just a couple weeks away now, um, talk about some of the major themes that the church does during Advent, some of which I think in, in our world today are kind of surprising. What, what are some of the texts that you would read normally during an Advent season, Matt? By the way, I'm, I'm kind of excited because we're switching gears. We, we've always been a three-year lectionary church. You know, that lectionary goes Matthew and then Mark and Luke. But this year we're going back to the old one-year lectionary, so I'm not actually sure what the texts are going to be, but I have a suspicion they'll be kind of the same as what we dealt with in the three-year lectionary. But what 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 do you guys usually talk about on Sundays in Advent? Sure. Well, that word Advent, first of all, means coming or arrival. Okay, yeah. And so they're really focused on Jesus coming. So they're focused on his coming in a number of different ways. His, his birth, certainly we think of, but we also think of that proclamation of the one who's coming by John the Baptist. So that's one of okay, the yeah, one of those texts. Yeah. Uh, we also some of the readings reflect his second coming. The end of the world. The end of the world, his return in glory. Um, So those are some of the things that we reflect on during the season of Advent. Jesus coming, it's always about Jesus, but it's different aspects, different facets of that coming. And and now I'm glad you mentioned that, of the Advent meaning, does it mean coming? Yeah, coming, arrival. Arrival? Okay. Uh, Because there was one that we always use that's puzzled me, and I think it's still there in the one-year lectionary, but I know it was always one of the texts for the three-year lectionary, and that is the Palm Sunday Palm Sunday, yeah. Yeah, and I thought, well, wait a second, that's Easter stuff, you know? Sure, Uh, Why are we doing that at the beginning of Advent? So have you ever done that? Do you do the Palm Sunday? Yeah, yeah. So Palm Sunday, too, and and so here's Jesus coming, arriving. Well, now I'm beginning to think, okay, yeah, he is coming. And uh, I think the the neat tie-in, perhaps, is we see why 
he came ah, as that child. Okay. So it kind of gets going. It's gone full course. This is why Jesus came. He's warned the disciples time and again, I'm going to Jerusalem, I'm going to suffer, die, and even tells them three days I'm going to rise. But this is why he's come. Jesus knows it. And then now finally, and Holy Week is coming into Jerusalem uh, after having come as a child. This is why he came as a child. And, and you know, that's what struck me as interesting about this. These And, and I think we've numbered the three of them. I, I'm pretty sure this is the end of the world, Palm Sunday, and, and, and John the Baptist. John. And, and the thing that always strikes me as interesting, that's always focused about what Jesus is going to do in the future. And for us at Christmas time, it's always focused about, as you said last week, the little babe born in Bethlehem. That's what we're we're talking about, all the preparations we need to do for that, that Christmas cookies and, and getting the tree decorated and wrapping the presents. And the focus is so much on just this event that's going to happen on December 25th. Uh, uh, but for some reason, the focus of the church in Advent is always beyond that. It's it's because you think we'd be doing like well, and we do sometimes. We do the story of the angel coming to Mary. See, that makes sense to me as an yeah, Advent uh-huh, story. Yeah, but, sure. but why do you think our focus is always on what happens beyond what happens at Christmas? Well, I think that as a pastor, I appreciate how it's it's so different from what the rest of the world's doing right now. Ah, you know, right okay. now the focus is on Christmas and the cookies and everything else. And perhaps for some people, hopefully the focus is on that little baby. And that's a good well, thing to be yeah. focused Jesus on. Jesus is important. the reason for yeah, the season. Yeah. yeah. But we want but to look at those Bible readings that that look at the broader scope. We kind of are, you know, these camera angles. We're not just zoomed in on the manger, yeah. but these readings I think help us have this wide shot pan out. And look at those other events like John the Baptist, this Lamb of God who's coming to take away the sins of the world, and the Palm Sunday entrance, and and then certainly his return the last day. kind of gives us this wide-angle view of this one who has come and why he's come. But those are so negative, Matt. <laughs> because we know Palm Sunday, which is kind of sure. cool. They're celebrating, waving the palm branches, Hosanna. But we know that a few days later, they're going to be shouting, crucify him and nail him to a cross. John the Baptist, John the Baptist in a wilderness, eating uh, locusts and honey and, and wearing camel hair, going to get his head yeah, chopped yeah, off. Yeah, oh, that's, a, that's a hopeful story for Christmas. And of course, the end of the world, where Christ comes and says, depart from me into the fire prepared for the devil and his angels. It seems so negative of what we do uh, before Christmas. And I want Christmas to be happy and about, you know, like you say, the baby and Santa and all of that stuff. Well, yeah, and and it will be, John. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) But I think it also talks about uh, reality. The reality is that, yeah, we do live in this world where People are beheaded even still today. Oh, my goodness. Even Christians oh, and other things. That's a nice oh, thought. Well, it's not a nice thought, but it's a real thought. Yeah, it's a, People yeah, are still yeah. being beheaded yeah. for their faith. But it, it kind of speaks to the reality of the world in which we live and, and the reality of why Jesus came to this world and, and why he's going to come back to this world, why he's going to return. Do you, do you have midweek Advent services, man? Yes. Yes, and how do. does that work out attendance-wise? I'm not trying to put—well, I'll, I'll, I'll make my concession sure. first. It doesn't seem like it catches on. We just don't have a lot of attendance for our midweek. We do better at Lent. We get we get sure. a fairly decent. But, in fact, it, it always worries me, well, until I'd been there for a while, that, oh, something's wrong. No one's coming to church. Oh, that's right. It's a midweek Advent service. That is our tradition, that we don't come to midweek Advent Yeah, people services. are busy. 
doing uh, other things. Uh, we do have a Christmas party, by the way. The the last, uh, which would be what? Oh, should I should I get my calendar out? Because I could have promoted that, but whatever it is. Uh, and, and we do get a little bit of attendance there because we're giving free food and stuff like that. <laughs> and it's kind of this ethnic food, right? Don't you focus on a different uh, yes, nation? Or? Yeah, this year it's going to be German because of the Reformation. We're going to have oh, bratwurst and sauerkraut. And so is that the la- is that the Wednesday candy. before Christmas no, Eve it's or the, the Wednesday, Wednesday before? before that, bef- which would okay, be the fourteenth. The fourteenth. Yeah, December the fourteenth. So uh, yeah. come on over, booster so attendance. Actually, well, actually, since we're this is the sixteenth, that's no well, good. The, the party's over. Well, this is the tenth, right? <laughs> Uh, no. Is it? No, no. This is the 16th, Matt. Matt and I have been recording so many episodes, we can't remember which one it is. But that's what it says. It says the 16th up there. All right. I hope I got the date right. Maybe I got the date wrong. Oh, no, you're right. It says the 10th. (laughs) Oh, just slap me, Matt. Oh, Oh, where were we? (laughs) That's right. This is the 10th. It's not the 16th. So, yeah, come and join us for a a bratwurst meal on the 14th and then (laughs) go to Matt's on the 17th. Okay. Yeah, the, oh, we got 16, that straight. the 16 was the year, wasn't it? Yeah, that's, that's not that day. <laughs> but, oh, but yeah, man. Advent midweek services. Uh, yeah, Wednesday evening we have services, and we have a, a little meal before each service about yeah. 5.30, and, and various groups help sponsor that, and we have worship. See, but, we, we do that for Lent, and that works out pretty sure. good. But again, it, it would never fly. There wouldn't be enough people there to eat. Yeah. Well, I think so. people, I, I you know, I'm, I'm speculating, but you're getting ready for Christmas. They're shopping to do cookies to bake, you know, in Lent. You know, you, you have Easter preparations, I guess, but it's not quite the same not scale. Not like but, Christmas, yeah. But, you know, in our preparations for Christmas, and we all do, though, my family does, too, uh, decorating and buying and cooking, uh, to not forget that that spiritual preparation, too, obviously, most importantly, uh, to prepare our hearts and our our lives um, for Christ's coming. Christ's coming at his birth, but also Christ's coming on the last day, something we should prepare our hearts and minds for every day. Um, but I, I think you said something too that's helpful. You, you want to celebrate the birth of the baby and the yeah. joy and you know, all those fun things, and I think the church does that. But we kind of save it till Christmas, yes, and then yes. the days following Christmas, those you know, sort of twelve days of Christmas. Um, but you know, Advent leading up to it is a little more of a time of preparation, uh, reflection. Um, you know, as, as we come in repentance, too, and prepare for Jesus' return. Well, and, you know, that's the thing. And again, maybe that's why the world does not uh, sync with us in terms of our Advent preparations. I think the world is aware that there is a God of wrath and there there is death. And, and you know, that that goes on around us. And, and I think the world is aware, well, okay, Lent, that's a time of penitence. Yeah, we should probably reflect on how sinful we are. Although, of course, I'm not as bad as that guy that lives next door to me. Uh, but you're right. We don't have that kind of sense for Advent in the world, but that certainly is the focus of the church. It is a penitential season, but but again, you're right, we, we can't become so consumed with that penitential attitude that we forget. It's like you had—was uh, it last week that we did the business about comfort? No, it was two weeks ago. Uh, those who mourn yes, will be comforted. comforted. And it's that kind of understanding. Yeah, we want to remember uh, uh, that this is an evil, sinful world we live in. That's why Christ has come into the world. But it does have a happy ending because he does come, and he does come to comfort us. Um, what colors do you guys use? Are, are you bluers or are you purplers? We use blue. Okay, blue. We, we do too. But for years, for years, we used purple, yeah. which again was the color of the Lenten season. Uh, and and it was the same reason we used purple before Christmas because it is a time to reflect 
Uh, uh, and, you know, actually, Christmas isn't a bad time to reflect on our sinfulness because the demands that Christmas put upon us, I think, do show up our inadequacies because we don't really have the money to do everything we want to do. We really don't have the time to accomplish everything we wanted to. It also becomes a time when there's a lot of uh, flared-up emotions and feelings between people. Oh, man, I could tell you horrible stories about my mother and father about being over at my grandmother's on Christmas Eve because mom and dad got into a fight and he, he sent her to the hospital. But oh that's a goodness. reality. Yeah. That happens yeah. because people, for some reason, they get... Isn't that strange? A season where we're all supposed to be merry and happy is the season where people really get into these brutal fights yeah. and angry with each other. I don't know where I was going with More that. than any other time of year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I think just our inadequacies, our sin is sort of highlighted. It just shows it because of all the demands on how joyful we would be. Uh, anyway, back to the color. So we've switched to blue. Why Why? why blue? Why, why aren't we still using purple? What's wrong with us? I think the, the, it's the pyramid mark it's a money man. <laughs> you need another color. Every church, you got to buy another color. Come on. So, yeah, the pyramids that go on the altar are stoles that we wear blue. Yeah. I don't have a – coming to where I serve, I didn't have a blue stole, so I, I have to wear the church's blue uh, yeah, stole. I don't yeah. have one. Same That's, way with me. I, I've got everything else. So when I leave, I'll be set for every season but Advent. But, yeah, the church, when they bought the blue pyramids, they got a really cool-looking blue stole that I can wear to go with it. But yeah, So we, why the blue? Do you yeah. have an insight, John? Well, no, that's why I asked you. <laughs> well, I, I know traditionally why it's blue, because that's sure. the color of Mary. Okay, Mary's sure. color is blue, and so that would seem like a good uh, uh, color for the season. Uh, it's sad to say, I'm thinking, is that the only reason we went blue, just because of a, a Mary thing? Um, so we also have the, the candles, typically are blue. Well, well, they, so the, were, they were purple until, until that, that we had to do that, too. You had to switch we had your to candle color? Candles. Oh, to so it's not just the pyramid, but it's the candle people. So you, you think it's a it's a conspiracy. Yeah. So, but, but yeah, these blue, speaking of extra pyramids, they have these yeah. blue candles. There's three blue candles. There's one pink one. Yeah. So you have yeah. that, that week of joy. And we have, I think the epistle reading is usually that Philippians 4, rejoice, rejoice in the Lord always. Yes. But the, you can you, you could get pink pyramids. Rose oh, colored pyramids just to for go that with week. that yes. that week. Oh, we don't have those. No, we yeah, don't have those, those either. either. No. That ain't gonna fly. You know, I, no, I, I don't, I don't want a pink Sunday. stole. No, no, no. no. <laughs> but I always thought that was really neat because it does indicate that that Advent all along was a little different than Lent. Lent is pretty much focused on, yeah, this is really a sad time. It's going to end with Jesus' death, which will actually turn out to be a Good Friday, but pretty much that was the focus. Uh, in fact, moving into the one-year lectionary, I now realize we actually have nine Sundays of Lent. They've got three pre-Lenten Sundays, these Jesima Sundays, mm -hmm. which I don't know if, if you know anything about it, email me, because I'm wrestling with what I'm <laughs> supposed to do for those three pre-Lenten. But, it, you know, it really what? but even, even the early church realized this is such a joyful thing. We have to have at least one pink candle. Squeeze some it. joy into there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it just, we know where it's all going to end. And it is really, really a good thing for the baby to be born in Bethlehem. And so we just can't even get four straight purple or blue Sundays. We have to have this one pink Sunday in there as well. And all, all right in the middle of it. Because that's what I always like. Because this is a, this is a, I, I can't use the word I'd like to use on radio, but it, it's not a very nice world we live in. All kinds of struggles and suffering going on. If you're doing that, if you're one of those that are suffering, please do not think you are unusual. It is part of life in this world, part of being a sinner. But do remember in the middle of this 
rather penitential season, there is this pink candle and and maybe even a pink pyramid. A reminder, I, it, it it's going to have joy. It's really going to have joy. We, we, we're here to comfort you in the midst of this, to realize that all the sadness in the world doesn't change one thing, and that's that Jesus Christ came on Christmas to be your your savior. So anyway, it is it's neat in that respect. Yeah. And um, all these different traditions we have and even liturgical practices, yeah. the advent candles, the wreath. Oh yeah. They they all have these different meanings to them and we could talk about those more even. Uh the different colors but but certainly all of them uh, they're, they're not mandatory that you got to no, have these, no. you know, and I we have friends that are serving as missionaries in Germany and they have red candles over in Germany really? for advent wreaths. Really? Uh, so that's interesting. Do you know what the symbol of that is? I have is, no idea okay. what it is, but but it would look kind of nice, huh? yeah. the, the green, the red. But anyway, but the, the point being, yeah, these are these are neat traditions, they're helps but for me uh, the, the biggest reason to do those different things is they're, they're again they're teaching opportunities. Yes, yeah. they're ways in which to teach and to learn and to remind our children, in particular, perhaps, what these things mean. And and there's connection always, 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 always to Jesus Christ and to His coming uh, on Christmas, His return on the last day. Uh, so I, I like those visible things. I, I appreciate them. Not that we have to do them, but th- they are beneficial. They are worth doing. And they're those opportunities to teach the next generation uh, what Advent, what Christmas is all about. And, and I really appreciate what you're saying there, because now this goes back to what you were sharing with us about Luther last week and, 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 and the church and the world that Luther lived in, which was focused upon a God of wrath and a God of punishment. And, and that's the danger that these liturgical practices become that kind of legalism, that you'd butter right, light the right candle on the third yeah, Sunday yeah. in Advent and it butter be pink or something, and that that's uh, this kind of regulations and, and uh, rules that we have to follow and God help us if we mess up or if maybe you don't have have a pink candle you got all blue or whatever see but no no like you said all of these things are 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 devices to remind us of one thing we are sinners we're living in a sinful world you can have all of the christmas commercials you want and you can buy all the presents you want it ain't going to change that fact okay i'm sorry what you'll give out on christmas is not going to really give you true joy I know there are kids out there, well, even adults like me, they're thinking, it couldn't hurt. A few presents couldn't hurt. Something from the Apple store. Yeah, yeah exactly. John. That's right. Uh, uh, but no, no, like you say, they're, they're to show us that the real joy comes from the fact that we have a Savior. And he's going to be our Savior not only at Christmas, but he's going to be a Savior in Lent. He's our Savior in Easter. In fact, he's our Savior every every day of our lives. So any final comments you want to make about the Advent season? Well, I would just encourage people to to take time to just pause. Pause out of the busyness of life, the busyness of the preparations for Christmas. Uh, Go go over to New Athens. Come over to Ascension. Find a church that has a a Wednesday evening service even. Just take a time in the middle of the week to take a little break, just to take a breather and to just be fed by God's Word, to encourage and build up your brothers and sisters in Christ through singing of hymns and just being— Doing something this pre-Christmas Advent time that focuses our hearts, our minds, back where they should be this time of year and any time of year, back on Jesus. And and that's the thought. Take a breather. Don't do it because it's, oh, it's another obligation I have. Because your your life is filled with obligations right now this Christmas season. Don't do it because it's another obligation you have to do. But do it 
like you said, as a breather, to get a break, to get away from this, have a little peace and quiet and rejoice in the fact that you are God's beloved children. I want to emphasize again, because we're not getting any emails, people. It's K-F-U-O-W-W-B at gmail.com. I got so excited because an email popped up, and it was just Andy from Google. <laughs> Tell me how glad he was that we were having a Gmail account. Thanks a lot, Thanks, Andy. Andy from Google. <laughs> we really would like to hear. Can Andy from, send us some Oreos? Yeah. <laughs> can Andy from Google send us some Oreos? At this point, we'll take whatever we can get. <laughs> Say a, a blessed Advent season to all of you. And to you, too.